0: to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfill Podcast. My name is Kesh Pugh, and I'm your host on this podcast. We chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating a life you actually want to be living, how to build a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels so rich, so satisfying, and so freaking abundant on this podcast. I really try to break down the process of manifestation into actionable, tangible, and concrete steps so that these aren't just cool concepts that sound good and you understand intellectually, but instead you're able to take these concepts and apply them to your life because only through the application are we able to receive the kind of transformation that we desire, be it in our health, our relationships, our careers, our finances, and overall quality of life. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I upload new episodes every week, twice a week on Tuesdays and Fridays. If you are a longtime listener, welcome back. I'm so grateful you are here. As you can tell, my voice is kind of nasally today. I'm just coming off bad bout of the flu and i'm just feeling so grateful for health (laughs) Like, honestly it does not take more than a couple of days of being out of it to really make you appreciate the things we take for granted like even just having an erect spine and being able to sit upright without your head feeling like it's going to pass out even today morning i went for a short walk and it just felt so good to get that blood circulating oh it felt so so good And, you know, at the end of the day, as much as we can talk about manifesting all our desires, they're all for nothing. If you really think about it, they all mean nothing if our health is not intact. Because we can manifest all the money in the world, but what's the point if we're just stuck in bed because we're so ill? We can manifest the most amazing relationships, but how are we going to hang out with those amazing people in our lives if our health is not at its best? We can book amazing holidays, but again, if our health is not at its peak, we're not going to be able to enjoy those holidays. So you got to prioritize or into you and just take care of you. Because when you take care of you, that is A, when you go back to alignment and B, when you naturally become so much more magnetic. So getting the external stuff becomes so much easier. And, you know, for today's podcast episode, we're going to have a bit of a DMC. We're going to have a bit of a deep, meaningful chat because I just realized that by the time this episode goes live, it'll be my sixth year anniversary. Sixth year anniversary of starting my manifestation journey. June always has held a special place in my heart. For starters, it is my birthday month, June 4th, 1988, when I was born. But June is also when I made two life altering decisions two decisions which completely changed the trajectory of my life in the most beautiful of ways and ways i just would never have imagined could have been a reality for me so the first one was on june 17th 2004 that is when i took the brave step to start my fat loss journey after dabbling in a few quick fix diets here and there i signed up for my first weight watchers meeting and I didn't look back to be honest though, which maybe I'll do a podcast episode on this. They miscalculated my points intake. And so the first week I actually gained a pound and I was so close to giving up. Thank goodness I didn't. But then I, something within me was like, no, you just got to keep going. And then the weight started falling off me. And over the course of about two, two and a half years, I ended up losing 35 kilos forever, which is stayed off. And then second Big life altering decision I made in June was on June 29th, 2017. I guess you could call this my rock bottom moment in the sense that I hit an all time low and something within me knew that life is not meant to just feel meh. At that point, I was, I think I was 29. Was I 29? Yes, I was. <laughs> Sorry, I just took quick math. I was 29. I'm like, my life is so long. I have so much time in my life and I cannot imagine waking up every day just going through the motions and just feeling mediocre there's so I know there's so much more I don't know what that looks like but I cannot imagine living my whole life like this and that led me to a podcast episode which led me to some YouTube videos which led me to doing a few courses and the rest is history and that action I took it is what continues to propel me to my greatest heights as I, continued, as I continued to dabble in the process of manifestation, I kept seeing my life open up. And then when it came to playing bigger and using it to make bigger changes in my life, it became so much easier. And as my faith in the process increased, it just was this beautiful momentum and everything started to shift. And so, yeah, while June 4th might be when my life started, according to my birth certificate, these are the moments when it feels like my life truly began because it's one thing to be existing on this planet, but really ask yourself, okay, am I just existing or am I living? Am I waking up every day with a sense of joy, a sense of fulfillment, a sense of purpose, and just really jumping out of bed. I know I say that at the start of every podcast episode that this podcast is all about helping you create life that gets you jumping out of bed, but I don't want that to be, these to be like empty words you hear and have a feel good factor, because that's really what we should be feeling every day. We're so lucky to be born on this planet, and we're here to have this amazing human experience. But we got to ask ourselves, am I just living on autopilot? Am I just going through the motions? Or can I now start to be a little more intentional and really seize the day every single day? And if I knew that today was my last day, if I knew I only had a finite amount of time, which in actuality, we only have a finite amount of time on this planet, how would I spend it? When I look, when it's all said and done and I look back, how do I want to remember how I spent my life? Do I do do I want to remember that I did the same thing every day? I went to the same coffee shop and you know, hung out with the same people? Or do I want to like look back at all these amazing memories and experiences and learnings I accumulated for myself? And that feeling sometimes when we hit stagnancy, it's because we're not living to our fullest potential. And when I look back now, I know when I hit that rock bottom moment in 2017, I know exactly what it was. It was because I just wasn't living up to my potential. And I was always exhausted, I remember. And I used to wonder, why am I so tired? I eat well, I exercise, I sleep well. So on those merits, I had nothing to be tired about, but it was because I was doing too little. I wasn't nearly living up to what I was capable of but again, it's I had to hit such a low in order for me to do something different. It's only when we are so uncomfortable where we are at that we are ready to get lean into the discomfort of doing something differently. And here's the thing, and I'm sharing this because I know so many people can relate, but it's just so vulnerable to admit out loud, which is why most of us suffer in silence. But if we don't even just have the courage to address it, we're not going to be able to change it. And so that's why I constantly share my story because hopefully by doing so I liberate someone else to just take action. And I can tell you this is if you told me what my life would unfold into six years ago, by just being brave enough to do the work, I would never have believed you, you know, whether it's having moved countries, whether it's, constantly traveling to bucket list destinations, pivoting my business in the most purposeful and fulfilling ways, finally feeling at ease around money, creating even more deeper and meaningful relationships, getting my period back, despite seeing every freaking gynac in Bombay with zero success, and just waking up every day with this feeling of so much joy and wholeness and love that's not contingent on anyone or anything. It's all within myself. I I wouldn't have believed you because I just did not know how it would come to be. But at the same time, I just knew I could not stay stuck, which is why I leaned in and did something about it. And here's the thing is that nobody, nobody around me knew how I felt, because here's the thing is that when I look back, it wasn't that I was miserable. I wasn't depressed. I was happy because I had great things going on for me. I was surrounded by amazing friends and family. My work was thriving, I finally lost the excess weight, which I battled my entire adolescent life. I was traveling regularly, but at the same time as, yeah, I was happy, but I was coasting. So it was like surface level of happiness, but that real visceral level of joy, we were just so content and so grateful that was missing. And that was the void, which became more and more unbearable. And here's the thing is... Once I allowed myself to even feel that void, it was then met met with self-imposed judgment. And I almost didn't feel like I was allowed to feel so terrible because what did I have missing in my life? I had so much going on for me. I technically had nothing to complain about. But here's the thing is that our emotions, they don't always make sense, but they're always valid. And our emotions are messengers. And when we can start start to treat our emotions as just feedback, that's when we can start to be more purposeful about how we respond to those emotions rather than let those emotions have a crippling effect on us. So often, I talk about this all the time on the podcast, it's so often we resist those uncomfortable emotions because it's too much to bear. But it's only when we lean in and address those uncomfortable emotions do we liberate ourselves and allow ourselves to move forward. And our, like I said, our emotions are messengers and they're essentially our internal confirmation that something needs to change. And so any kind of discomfort you're feeling, whether it's about your life or a person or an opportunity, that is your intuition talking to you. And you can either ignore it and let your mind run the show, let your logic try to figure it out, or can you just lean into your internal wisdom and realize that those emotions aren't coming up for nothing. That is your internal guidance system leading you, telling you, hey, we got to make a shift, we got to pivot. And as much as we can temporarily numb out those big uncomfortable emotions, such such as through retail therapy, alcohol, binge eating, drugs, sex, binge watching Netflix, whatever it is. But when we numb out those big uncomfortable emotions, we also inevitably numb ourselves from experiencing all the joy, all the exhilaration and fulfillment that lies on the other side. Because as humans, as much as we think we can, we cannot selectively numb out emotions. And when I look back, I have so much compassion for that 29-year-old self of me, who is sitting on a flight from London to Bombay, feeling so persuaded, feeling so miserable, and just feeling so helpless. I was not very religious at the time. I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself religious now. I'm very spiritual and I have a very strong faith in God and the universe, but I don't do all these rituals and practices. But I just remember like saying it out loud, like universe God, whoever's out there, someone throw me a bone. And I really have so much compassion and pride for her because when you're in a a space where you just don't feel great, it's hard. It's hard to allow yourself to even be supported. It's hard to go through those feelings of being stuck But at the same time, it's if we don't do anything, we're choosing to stay stuck. And I'm so freaking grateful that she did something about it because she had no idea how insanely great her life was about to get. And she also had no idea that she was about to blow her own mind in ways she could ever imagine. It's so funny because now a lot of people tell me, oh, you're so confident or you speak so comfortably in front of the camera. And I really appreciate those compliments, especially because it wasn't always like this. I used to be really insecure. I used to really doubt myself a lot. I used to fear public speaking like no other. And I remember I used to always think that once I lose the weight, I'm suddenly going to become so confident. But yeah, I started wearing nicer clothes and I was in a smaller body, but I still felt so insecure and I didn't feel good enough. But the only reason why I'm on the other side of it, where I do feel more confident, I do feel good enough within myself. And yeah, I'm human. Obviously, there are days where you doubt yourself, but they're far and few compared to the past, is because I did the work. <laughs> I leaned in, and rather than resist those uncomfortable emotions, I addressed those emotions. And I dissected them and decided that's no longer going to be my story. Enough is enough. I'm not going to take the past into the future if it's no longer serving me. And that's the amazing gift we are all given as humans at every moment of every day. We get to decide who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? Just because I've been someone who's been insecure my whole life, if I don't like this version of me, I don't need to be her anymore. I can decide from today, I'm going to be confident. How do I become more confident? I'm going to choose actions and thoughts and feelings which cultivate that feeling and the same way that i don't go to the gym once and suddenly i have a six pack you train those muscles that's the same with your confidence muscle but it doesn't just come by you hoping to be confident you got to actually do the work to get out of your comfort zone and strengthen that muscle over time and all these amazing changes i shared with you earlier it's all started like i said with one simple decision to stop resisting those emotions, but instead lean in fully and do the work that was necessary. And at that time, I could have made all the excuses why now is not a good time. It's too expensive. It's so hard. Maybe next year, maybe it's in my head. Maybe I'm over-exaggerating. Hopefully something will work out for me. But it reached a point where I realized that nobody was coming, was going to come in and save me yeah, I have and had both past and present amazing friends and family, but I'm not going to put that burden on someone else. It's not someone else's job to come and save me. As much as the former version, we probably thought that she'd probably marry someone who would probably like solve all of her problems. It's not like the whimsical um, illusion most girls hold. I know I did for a very long time, but the reality is, is that If you don't have your own back, nobody is going to have your own back. And if anything, temporarily, someone else will have your back, but then your level of safety and security is linked to something outside of you. And that's a very volatile position to put yourself in. But instead, when you can do the work to build that level of self-trust in yourself, build that feeling of safety and security within yourself, that's when you unlock a whole new level of freedom and power. And you just walk through your life in such a different energy. And as a result, you just attract so much more abundance into your life. And as much as, you know what, as much as the every moment gives us a new opportunity to make a new choice, it comes down to asking us, ourselves one thing because it is scary. I'm not going to deny that. It is scary to make these changes, to lean into these uncomfortable emotions, to do something different, to what has felt familiar for what could be your whole life. But I just really ask yourself, if I'm in this exact same place in one year, five years, 10 years, will I be okay? And as much as fear of taking action kicks in for me at various stages, don't get me wrong, but for me, the fear of stagnancy is even bigger, which would is what pushes me to take action because if I'm this exact same place in one year in five years or 10 years it, w- it would just feel unbearable like what have I done with my life then and and that moment when I decided something needed to change like I said I could have made all the excuses and if I did I don't know what my life would look like now but I know that I would be a very different person living a very different life and whatever that life would look like, it would never light a candle to where I'm at right now. And I'm sharing this because so much has changed in six years. Like when I look back, I'm like, I was a completely different person versus who I am today. And it's just, it's just something that, you know, we're not taught in school, but this is something we all need to learn is that we have everything within us to change our lives, change our circumstances around demand what it is that we want decide who we're going to be but the missing link is the action bit and only when we move only when we create that momentum will we even allow ourselves to see what is possible for us and if this episode resonated with you i'm so freaking glad please come and share with me i hang out the most on instagram my handle is at kway and in the meanwhile i'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes i hope you have an amazing day ahead thank you so much for listening to the fit and Fulfill podcast if you have an extra minute i'd so appreciate it if you could head over to itunes and leave this podcast a five-star review in doing so it helps other people receive this message